Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. So now, I'm ministering a word to you I've titled, Free to Prosper. And so, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and it illumines the simple-hearted. It illumines darkness of God and darkness flees. I pray tonight that, Lord, let the strength of the spirit of this word enter into the spirit of men, women, and children gathered here. I pray, Father, let darkness flee. My God, let the chains of the past be broken. And, Father, let your people be released, be free to prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Third John 1, 2. The book of Third John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Now, this word of God is one that we must take seriously into our heart. Because in a day when people are talking against prosperity preaching and prosperity preachers, so to say, I beg to differ that prosperity is not a man-made idea. Neither is prosperity wrong, but the will of God is that his people should prosper. In fact, the word of God from Genesis to Revelation is about God prospering man. Hallelujah. It is because we have not understood what prosperity is, that's why people say we don't like prosperity messages, nor do we like prosperity preachers. Because people will use the message of prosperity for unlawful gain or for ill. But I always tell you that you do not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Neither is the solution for use, but it's for proper use. Amen. Amen. So there's a solution for when people misuse things. You take it and use it for what it's supposed to be used for. God is a God of prosperity. Our God is a prosperous God. God is not poor. God is not down under. God is prosperous. He is a God who says he owns the cattle upon the thousand hills. He's a God who can do all things. What is it that you need that God cannot provide? He is a prosperous God. And his will for his people and especially his children is to prosper you. So the word of God says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. And the word prosperity means do well. I wish above all things that you do well. Amen. And he says, and be in health. Amen. Even as your soul prospers. So what the word is talking about is total well-being. Prosperity in your spirit. Because that's where you begin from. That's where you really are. In your soul and in your body. And I like to add in your pocket. Because without the prosperity of the pocket, in fact, it's another matter. I always tell you that the anointing, even the anointing without money is annoyance. Hello? Are we together tonight? So God wants you to prosper spirit, soul, and body, and pocket. Amen. Check the word of God. Any man, any person that walked with God, God prospered them. In their souls, in their spirit, and in their bodies, and in their pockets. Amen. If we go, through the, go on that, like we won't finish tonight. But then the will of God is that it may be well with us. God wants us to do well. Amen. 
Jesus one day taught his disciples how to pray. And that prayer was more or less a pattern of how God wants us to ask God. And he said in Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse 9 to 30, he said, After this manner, therefore, ye pray. Pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. He said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. But he says, thy will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven. There is no ill in heaven. Amen. There is no ill in heaven. Heaven is the ultimate, a place of joy, a place of peace, a place where money is not a problem because the streets of heaven are made with gold. Are you understanding me? And in heaven, the will of God is being done. People are not doing their own thing. There's no sin in heaven. If there's an altar of sin in anybody in heaven, whether an angel or a cherubim or a seraphim, you are cast out. And that's how Lucifer was cast out of heaven. So Jesus is saying that we ought to pray that as it is in heaven, so it should be done here on earth. That it may be well with us. That there should be peace on earth. That there should be joy on earth. That there should be prosperity on earth. That man may do the will of God here on earth. And he said that is how we ought to pray. Amen. Jesus said pray that the will of God be done here on earth. And this is the will of God concerning your life. The will of God concerning your life is that you prosper. You do well in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, and in your pockets. Amen. The will of God concerning your life is goodwill. It's a goodwill. Amen. God does not want ill or wrong for anybody. No. God wants it to be well with you. The will of God for us is good. The angels that were, the angels went to announce the birth of Christ said that glory to God in the highest and on earth goodwill towards men. Amen. On earth, goodwill towards men. And when we talk about good, we're talking about wanting somebody to do well, wishing somebody well. When you wish somebody well, you have goodwill towards the person. When you feel compassionate and kind towards somebody, you have goodwill towards that person. And that is the heart of God concerning us or towards us, that he is compassionate towards us. He's merciful to us. He's kind-hearted to us. His loving kindness and his tender mercies do not cease because God has goodwill towards us. Amen. So God's will concerning your life, beloved, is good. I, I want to say that God's will concerning your life is good. Amen. He says that, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. He said, I, I know the thoughts. I know the plans that I have for you. They are thoughts of good and not evil, to give you a hope, a goodly hope, and a great future, to bring your life to an expected end, not to an unexpected end. Not to a sudden, disastrous end, but to bring your life to an expected end. Whose expectation? Your expectation. And what he has ordained for your life. The Bible declares that the expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off. 
but the expectation of the wicked shall be destroyed. Amen. Amen. So the expectation of your heart to live long, the expectation of your heart to do well is the will of God for your life. Amen. And I, I always think about it and I, I think that that is why God put in, you know, that feeling in us that when there's danger, you, you recall. Because if, for example, there's something dangerous, your instinct kicks in, run. Because God wants your preservation. God wants your life to be preserved. Amen. The thoughts of God concerning your life is good. Tonight, I come to disabuse your mind of any negativity that the enemy has planted in you. Maybe the devil has planted in your mind that God doesn't care about you. God has forgotten you. That your life will amount to nothing. It is a lie straight from the pit of hell. And to the pit of hell it shall return. Do I have a people in this house? Give the Lord a mighty shout offering of praise. <laughs> Amen. One of my favorite all time scriptures is Psalm 139. Amen. Beautiful psalm about the thoughts of God concerning, I always like to use my life and your life. He says, how precious also are thy thoughts concerning me. That's 17 to 18. Oh God, how great is the sum of them. He said, Lord, I know that the, the, the thoughts, the summation of the thoughts that you have for me are precious and they are great and they are many. And if I should count them, they are more in number than the sun on the seashore. And when I sleep and I'm awake, you are still present with me. You are always with me. He said, the summation of your thoughts concerning my life are precious. Beloved, the thoughts and plans of God for you are precious. They are good. Because you yourself, you are precious in the sight of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You are so precious. Bible says that as a father pitieth his children, so does the Lord pity them that fear him. The heart of God concerning you or towards you is like the heart of a good father. To protect you, to preserve you, to provide for you, to fight your battles. Hallelujah. He, he says that even if we as wicked as we are know how to give good gifts unto our children or good things to our children, how much more him, the father, amen, the good father. Jesus, one of Jesus' key missions on earth was to introduce the fatherhood of God. Because before his coming, the people of Israel, the people of God knew him as God. El, Jehovah, so far away, so far removed from them. And they feared him as in terror. Amen. But Jesus came declaring and pronouncing God as his father and their father. He came to introduce the fatherhood of God, bringing man back into relationship, into fellowship with the Lord. Amen. And that is why he said, when you pray, pray. Our Father. Don't say, oh Lord, in heaven. No. That he's far removed from you. But say, our Father. Talking about intimacy. Amen. You can only call God Father when you have that relationship with him. Amen. So Jesus was saying that God is your Father. You have a relationship with him. So when you come before him in prayer, come in that confidence that you come to your Father with when you need something. Come with the same confidence because he loves you and he cares about you and he wants your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said to the women who saw him after he rose from the dead, he said, don't touch me because I'm now going to my father and to your father, to my God and to your God. 
He wasn't saying, I'm going to my father alone. He said, my father and your father. The whole purpose of Jesus coming to die for man, for sinful man, is to bring reconciliation between God and man. The man may be adopted in, taken in back into sonship, to become sons of God. Bible says, as many as believed in him, as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. So now, Bible says, are we the sons of God? And God is our father. And as a father pitieth his children, so does God pity us. Amen. And the will of God for his children, of which you are a precious and a key one. Tell yourself, I am a child of God. Oh, say it right now with some confidence. Point to your chest and say, I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Oh, I can't hear you, church. Give the Lord a praise offering. You see, it is not the will of God that any of us should perish. It is not God's will that you should be destroyed. It's God's will that you should be saved. Amen. And that is why God made the effort, the greatest effort, of giving up his only son, his only begotten son, to die in your place and in my place so that we can become his children. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 43, let's go there, 1 to 7. He says, but now that says the Lord that created thee. So first of all, God is your creator, okay? And, and he that formed thee, O Israel, he formed you. He said, before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. Your formation in your mother's womb was done by God. And you were you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Because God had already created your spirit. So before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. Think, think on the word. Before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. You were spirit primarily. And then your body was formed by God in your mother's womb. And, and you came out as a whole human being. And he says, I knew you. Amen. I formed you. He said, for I have redeemed you. So he goes a step further from forming you, from creating you, from, and forming you, to redeeming you. Because all men were lost in sin. But there was a need for redemption. You see, Bible said without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And not just any blood. It's blood for blood. If it's the blood of a human being, it's the blood of a human being that must pacify the blood that was shed. But here we are, the blood of every man is sinful blood. So God himself had to come as man to shed pure sinless blood for our sins so that our sins may be forgiven. And that is the process of our redemption. He said, I formed you, okay? I created you and I have redeemed you. That after I have created you, formed you, and you have gone far, you have sinned, and you, you are lost, I still made the effort to redeem you. That is an act of love. Because God has pursued you. And for some of you, he's still pursuing you. You are running. But let me tell you something. You can't run far. You can't. That you can't run far. Because his love will catch up on you. His love envelops you. He cares about you. And he said, I've called you by your name. You are mine. God claims ownership of your life. And listen to this. If God, the possessor of the heavens and the earth, claims ownership 
of your life, will he sit back? Does he want to just watch your life to be destroyed? Your plans and his plans for your life to be derailed? What kind of God would he be? No, 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 no. He says that I've called you by your name. You are mine. You, 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 you are not part of a statistic. God sees you as you. Personally, you. I remember a time when I was in a coma and my spirit went before God. He didn't call me by the name Leon because Leon is the name everybody knows me by. But my family called me Nana and he called me Nana. And I said, wow. It wasn't general. It was personal. One, in one voice, you say woman. Then the next one is really good. Then he said, Nana, I have loved you. Listen, God knows you by your name. God knows you intimately. You are not just anything running around. No, 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 no. God has his eye on you. And God has set his heart upon you. Do I have people in this house tonight? Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. Because you are beloved by God. Praise the Lord. Listen. And he says that because of that, when you go through the waters, say, I will be with you. The waters will not drown you. When you go through the fire, I will be with you. The fire will not burn you. He didn't say if, he says when. That means that there are certain times in our lives we'll go through the water. We'll go through fire. But the fire will, you know, burn, but we shall not be burned. Amen. We will come out finer than gold. We will come out as gold that has been refined in fire. Amen. So the fire doesn't mean God doesn't love you. Tell somebody, it's just been a refining process. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. He said, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. And since thou was precious in my sight, and thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Oh. God said he has loved you. You are precious in his sight. And if the push comes to the shelf, he will give men for your life. He will give men for your sake. Somebody said God is no respecter of persons. True. But Bible also said God knows those who are his. And I thank God that you are one of those that God claims ownership of. You belong to God. Oh church, I said you belong to God. You are a people of God. Saved by grace. Hallelujah. And he says, I've loved thee. Therefore, I'll give men for you. People for thy life. And he said, he has created you for his glory. See, this is how God feels about you. And this is how it is between you and God. And that is the will, the good will of God concerning your life. That God says that you are precious to him. You are honorable. And he has loved you. And so he will even give men for your life. He, he, he will give everything to make sure that your life is secured. I'm talking to you tonight about being free to prosper. And God is willing, his will, he is willing that it be well with you. I always say that God is both willing and able. See, some people are able. God is able. Some people are able, but they are not willing. But as for God, he's able and he's willing. Hallelujah. One day Jesus came down from a mountain according to an account in Matthew chapter 8. And the Bible says when he came down the mountain, a leper met him. 
and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. You can make me whole. And the word of God said, Jesus put out his hand and he touched him. He touched him and said, I am willing. Be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Listen, it sounds simple, but it's not that simple. Because the disease of leprosy, very infectious. And in those times when there was no medication for leprosy, lepers were relegated you know, to leper colonies. If you're a leper, you can't come into the camp. You stay far off. And you have special leper coats. And when you are walking, you have bells that will ring and you shout, unclean, unclean, unclean. I'm coming, unclean, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. So everybody who hears unclean, unclean will run. Ostracized from society. Taken out from among their families and their homes. That was the situation of lepers. They were poor. And even now, lepers are poor. Sometimes they don't even have fingers to eat, more or less to work. They were sick, afflicted, alone. That was their condition. They were not free people. There were certain areas they dare not walk in. When people are going to the well to fetch water, they cannot because they are unclean. They were not at liberty. Who would touch a leper? But look at the word. Bible said that the gentleman said to Jesus that if you are willing, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus, we know he did it often. We speak and we'll be healed. But this time, he didn't just speak. He touched him. He touched him. Amen. And he said, I am willing. Be clean. Listen, I don't know what leprosy you have. Because every one of us has some leprosy or the other. Every one of us has a but in our life. But Jesus, because of his love and his good plans, still touches us. He said, I am willing to be clean. I am willing to be made whole. Tonight, it doesn't matter what kind of leprosy that you are suffering from. Some of us are suffering from all kinds of leprosy. I don't want to go into the, you know, the nitty-gritty stuff. Amen. But the thing is that Jesus has so much compassion on this leper that he touched him. He said, I am willing, I will be clean, be made whole. He's still saying the same today. The Lord is still willing today. He's willing to make you whole. He's willing to cleanse you. He's willing to help you. He's willing to heal you. He's willing to prosper you. He's willing to make things right in your life. Do I have people who believe the word of God? Oh, come and put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Praise the Lord. God is both able and willing. I found this out many years ago because I always say, yeah, I know that God is able. You know, when I used to say, he's able, more than able. I say, yeah, he's able. But uh, is he willing to heal me? Because you see others being healed. You see others also dying. And you wonder, is he willing to heal me? I know he's able. But you know, I can't tell you that because of the, the, the precious love that God has for you, he's both willing and able. If in one way or the other you've given up on something in life, pick up that vision again. Have hope again. 
take faith up because he's willing and he's able. The whole of the gospel is embodied in this, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. To die for us, whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Because God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but to save it. Amen. And so the will of God for you is that you prosper. You do well. Amen. And the benefits of salvation are clearly written out. Amen. I want to read Psalm 103. It talks about the benefits of salvation. David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his benefits. The benefits of being saved. Say, he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He, he crowns your life with tender mercies and loving kindness. Amen. And redeems your life from destruction. This is the will of God. That you may be saved. You may be delivered from destruction. That evil will not have its hold over you. That you may be liberated to prosper. He said he satisfies your mouth with good things. Amen. So that your youth is renewed like that of the eagle. I'm talking to you about the will of God. So when I come to the place where I'm telling you that you are free because of the will of God to prosper, you understand what I'm saying. You see, to be saved means to be delivered from. Amen. Bondage unto liberty. And praise be to God that the year 2020, for the Lord's guiding me, and I know it is for the whole of the kingdom and the world, is a year of liberty. Oh, I said 2020 is our year of liberty, freedom, liberty to prosper, liberty to be all that God has ordained you to be, liberty to fulfill your purpose in life. You are freed by the power of God. Nothing will stop you and nothing will limit you. And as I said to you yesterday, you cannot be confined because that is the will of God concerning your life. It means to be saved from sickness, from disease, from poverty from the power of the curse, from destruction, free to prosper. That is what liberty does. When somebody is bound or when somebody is a slave, they are not free to prosper. But the minute they get their liberty, they are free to prosper. Amen. We have received our liberty through Christ, Amen. and we are free to prosper. Amen. Maybe the enemy has fought you for 10 years, 20 years, 3 years, 5 years. But I come today by the word of God to speak into your spirit. That enough is enough. I say enough is enough. Those people here, you haven't had enough. I say enough is enough. Hallelujah. Enough is enough. You, you possess your liberty. You live your life in perfect liberty. In freedom. Hallelujah. As we enter into the year 2020, which is the year of our liberty... We are liberated to manifest the will of God. Amen. See, the will of God for your life, as I've spent almost 30 minutes telling you, is good. But sometimes you find you, your life is not manifesting the good, the total goodness that God has for you. But 2020 comes with a divine agenda. I said 2020 comes with a divine agenda. In exactly 58 minutes, 2020 comes in the spirit of liberty. Is somebody here in this house? Oh, come on, give the Lord a shout offering. And those of you who have a voice, roar with a voice of celebration. Hey! Come on! <laughs> hey! You see, every season 
and every climate has what it brings. When it's the dry season, automatically the atmosphere is dry and it's hot. But when it comes to a season of God, you see, and God you know, brings in different seasons and different times. And in this season in which we are in, it's a season of liberty. I told you, I think a few days ago, that last year, and I'm calling it last year because it's just 58 minutes old to go, was a year of the manifestation of God. And I said, God can never manifest himself anywhere and leave the place as it was. Ah. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Wherever God shows up, he does what? You are very clever. He shows off. He doesn't just show up to show up. Or or then we dia or ye bibi or sepen. No be with Yanko Pamba. I said God is showing up in your life, and all men shall see and know that God has shown up in your life, and God will show off that which men say it is impossible shall be possible in your life in the name of Jesus, because He's the God of all possibility. There's nothing. That is impossible with him. When men have given up on you, God said, uh-uh, I'm now starting with you. When men say, this is your end, but at him, God says, we are just beginning. Oh. Free to prosper. Free to do well. Free to be all that God has ordained you to be. There's so much in you, beloved. So much in you. And the things that seem to hold you back. You know, you want to move this way. Then there's a crossing and there's a stopping and there's a limitation and there's a confinement. But God comes in. God steps in to your life. And the atmosphere of 2020 changes everything. It is a time and a season. I say it's a time and a season of liberty for the people of God. And for even the stranger who joins himself in. Are we together on that one? Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. We shall prosper in 2020. We shall do well in 2020. Your, your, your spirit will do well. I tell you, your, your Christian life and your fellowship with the Lord will be stronger than it's ever been before in your life. You will not stand far off from the tent. You, you enter in. Moses would go into the tent, into the holiest of holies. And Bible says, Joshua, the son of Nun, his servant, would be close behind. Because he said, I won't stand far off with the, with the crowd and, and, and watch Moses go in to the holiest. If he's going in there, I'm going in there. We are not standing far off from God. 2020, I'm calling forth tonight in your life, spiritual prosperity. I said, I'm calling forth in your life spiritual prosperity whatever drew you far from God tonight I command it to be destroyed I command it to be broken by the power of God there will be no limitation to your move and your fellowship with God he said deep call it unto the deep at the sound of the water spurs of God his billows flow over us 2020 is a year of spiritual depth a year of giftings and callings and abilities. Our ministries are rising in people. Hey, you are fulfilling your divine call and your assignment. 
the pastors will rise up. The evangelists will rise up. The prophets will have a tongue to speak. Ah, the teachers will teach the word as never before. The apostles will be breaking new grounds here and there. Hallelujah. Oh, it's going to be an awesome year. It's going to be an awesome spiritual year. As we draw closer to the Lord. We shall prosper in our souls. Peace of mind. The peace of mind you have not had for years. I speak to you tonight. In the name of Yeshua and Messiah. The Lord Jesus Christ himself. That you have peace of mind. You lie down and you sleep. And your sleep shall be sweet. Because the, he gives his beloved sleep. You will rest from labor. The labor of your mind. Your emotions will not be running helter-skelter. There will be emotional stability. Ah, where there has been sadness, joy unspeakable and full of glory is coming up in you. It will spring forth like a, a spring of water within you. Nothing can take your joy. Nothing can take your peace. We are prospering. Spiritually. Emotionally. No, ah. Sickness shall be far from you. God brought Israel out of Egypt. They walked through the wilderness. Forty years. So none was sick among them. And there was none feeble among them. He said their feet did not swell. Their clothes did not grow old or tight on them. As you grew, your clothes grew too. Can you imagine that? I speak health and healing that you prosper in your body in the name of Jesus no sickness no disease no affliction will afflict you or your children whatever power the enemy has released to bring trouble into your house to bring sickness to your life to now we curse it by the power of God and we say it shall not stand it will not work they will come in one way, but they will flee in seven ways. In the name of Jesus. We defy every disease. We defy every attack of infirmity. It will not stand. That is not your portion for 2020. Ha. Huh. He said he renews your life like that of what? An eagle. When the eagle bird feels weak, it's getting old. Somewhere around 60 years. It when he goes and hides in the cleft of a rock and then he begins to take off his talons, the old talons that cannot grab food and grab animals properly. Then he begins to take off his feathers, the strong feathers on his wings, until he becomes like a baby, nothing. Like a baby bird. And he hides. He hides. And then everything starts growing again. Starts going again. Renew. That's what the Bible means when it says he renews your youth like that of the eagle. The old is cast off and the new comes forth. And then one day, his talons are back. His strength of his wings are back. His feathers are back. Hallelujah. And then he comes out of that hiding place and begins to soar. I declare unto you that maybe you've been worried. You've been tired. You've gone through affliction. You've gone through stress. You've had a hard time. In 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, 11. But I say to you tonight that it is over. Read my lips. It is over. 
For the Lord renews your strength and renews your youth like that of the eagle. Sickness gives way to strength and health. In the name of Jesus, he said, I will take sickness from the midst of you. You will prosper in your body. You will prosper in your pocket. You will not lack any good thing. I, I said, you will not beg for bread. David said, I've been young and I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor he seed begging for bread. You won't beg for bread. The Lord will prosper you in the work of your hands. The Lord will give you the increase. Tonight, I pray the power of increase upon your life. I pray the power of increase upon your work of your hands. In the name of Jesus, we shall prosper. Spirit, soul, body, and Spirit, soul, and body, and Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. Listen. We shall prosper. God said of Abraham, he said, listen. Remember the rock from which you were healed. I called Abraham alone. And I prospered him. And I increased him. So I called Abraham alone. And I prospered him. And I increased him. The calling of God upon your life. And every one of you present tonight, you are not here just because it's watched nice and we said, no, no, God brought you here. God brought you here. To, to deposit his word, which is living, which is active, which is doing, which is creative, into your spirit. It's like a seed that is being deposited in your spirit tonight. And that seed will grow. It will germinate to bring forth a harvest in your life. When the enemy brings any thought of not prospering, the seed, the plant within you, being strengthened and growing, we say, no, I am wired for prosperity. I, I, I am wired for prosperity. I am fixed to prosperity. You know how when you, you, you fix you know, a, 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 a plug into a socket and then power begins to flow. Tonight, by the authority given to little me, <laughs> as the apostle of this assignment, I plug your life into the socket of God's power for prosperity. That it shall be well with you. Even when your soul is refusing it, it will still prosper you. Health will flow through you. Peace will flow to you. Joy will come to you. Ah, everything that is needed for life and godliness will flow through from God. Somebody receive it in the name of Jesus. Somebody take it in the mighty name of Jesus. Your liberty has come. The Lord spoke a scripture in my spirit and I, I, I rejoice. Because whenever I hear the scripture, then my, my whole person becomes cooler like that. That's cool. Can you guess the scripture? He <laughs> said, look to Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah who bore you. For I called him alone, and I blessed him, and I increased him. Go to the next one. For the Lord. Read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. 
the name of the Lord Jesus. This is the scripture mandate of this ministry. That the Lord will comfort Zion through us. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness places like Eden. Her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. I'm telling you, in your life, in 2020, which is just in about 45 minutes. Oh, you people, I, 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 I will take you to a football match. If I, if I have some tickets for um, Chelsea and whatever, I won't, I won't take you. I said, wait, it's about 45 minutes. The people here will go to a football match. Amen. The Lord will comfort us. The areas of our lives that have been like a wilderness. Oh. God will change. God will cause to flourish. Like us unto Eden. Our deserts shall become like the garden of the Lord. Do you know, I speak to you. Not to excite you, no. But I speak to you to inform you. I speak to you to bring transformation to your mind. And to deposit something within your spirit. That will not die. The word of God. That in 2020, God brings you comfort. God turns your wilderness around. Your desert places are receiving the waters of life that comes from the Spirit of God. You will flourish. You will flourish. And joy and gladness shall be found in your life. Some of us, we smile, but we are not happy. You laugh, but you're not happy. In the quietness of the night, it's only your pillow. Who knows? Cry. Cry. But when you get up in the morning, you have to put on the face. But tonight, I come to it. It's no more. Even when you are sleeping, you'll be smiling. When you are asleep, you'll be smiling. Because there's a joy within you that the enemy can never take away from you. I said there's a joy within you and a gladness and, and a voice of melody and a voice of thanksgiving that nothing can take away from you. Your liberty has come. You are free to prosper. Tell everybody and anything the apostle says by the word of God, I am free to prosper. So I will prosper. In the name of Jesus. I say you are free to prosper. You will not carry the trouble of yesteryear. You are leaving the trouble right here. Amen. You will not bring forth trouble. You will bring forth trouble. No, not in 2020. Please stand up on your feet. We are entering into a time. Amen. You will not bring forth trouble. You will not carry the trouble of yesteryear into 2020. I have decided and purpose since I heard this word. That every trouble of the past 10 years of my life, eh? In fact, if I tell you what I have done with it, it would be nice on this holy puppet. Shredded. I shredded, it still be out to be shredded. Shredded is normal. 
That's what shared. Pastor Susan uses shred. Now shred, they say, I can't even bring a shredder here and shred it. But there's something I can do to it that, in fact, you have to follow me somewhere to see me do it. <laughs> Are you getting the drift? It's gone with the water. Oh, somebody shout unto the Lord with the clap offering. Tonight. <laughs> do it. Let me go with the water. Aha. You got it. Clap for yourselves. Amen. You will not labor in vain, brethren. You will not bring forth trouble. You will not bring forth trouble. Trouble will not be your portion. You will not labor in vain. Because sometimes you've worked and worked and worked. Sometimes not just the, the, the work of your hands, but even the work of your life. The work of your marriage. The work of raising children. The work of a business. But at the end of it, you don't see the reward of the work. The students, you have studied and you study and study and you go to the exams and it's the same effortry. But no more. Yeah, no more. Thank you. One word, we used to call it effortry. No, no, no. You will not labor in vain or bring forth trouble. Because the Bible says that you are the seed. You are the blessed seed of the Lord. Amen. So I lift up your right hand. I want to speak over your life. And I declare over your life that you will build and you will eat the labor of your hands. For the Bible says that you shall not build for another to inherit. No, 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 no. It is an abomination for you to build and somebody else will inherit it. You will build. And if you have begun a building, you will finish it. And you will finish it well. And you will live in it yourself. You won't build for somebody else to inhabit you will not plant for somebody else to eat. Whatever you have planted with your hands, I declare unto you that you will eat the fruit of your labor. In the name of Jesus, you will inhabit your own house. Amen. When you build a vineyard, you will eat the fruit of it. You will eat the fruit of your hands, of the work of your hands. In the name of Jesus, tonight I declare over your lives that long life shall be your portion. No child will die in this house and in this ministry. No child will die. And no old man who has not fulfilled the length of his days will also die. So he can be 90 or 80 or 99.9. Or if you have not finished your work, you will not die. You shall live to declare the good works of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. And I speak unto you by the word of God. That the days of weeping end. Amen. The days of crying end. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because God will cause your life to be a rejoicing. Amen. You will rejoice. And God says that you will be the joy of his heart. You will rejoice and you will have joy. In the name of Jesus. And the voice of weeping will no longer be heard from within your gates. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody receive it in Jesus mighty name. One scripture I love from the book of Job, chapter 5, he says that you shall be in league with the stones of the field. The stones of the field, the, the, like if you have, you, 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 maybe in your house, or there's a big rock there. It is there. It was there in your grandma that time. It is still there, unless you go and move it. But, so what about you shall be in league with the stones of the field? It's talking about longevity and strength. Tonight, I command longevity and strength upon your life. That in 2020, the strength of God becomes your strength. And you will live long to declare the glory of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. And concerning your enemy, the oppressor. Because that which mitigates against your liberty in life is the power of the oppressor. But God said, who is the oppressor? Who at all is the oppressor? He is God. Amen. And so tonight we speak against every enemy of your life, every enemy of your destiny, every enemy of your calling. In the name of Jesus, that thus said the Lord, that his servants will eat, but their enemies will be hungry. In the mighty name of Jesus, the enemy that wanted you to be hungry, the enemy that wanted to embarrass you with poverty, we declare that poverty will go back to the source where it came from. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. But as for you and your house, in the year 2020, you will eat your bread without scarcity. Anybody, any entity, any power fighting against your prosperity, tonight we declare that their power is broken in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody lift up your voice and shout, Amen! Because sometimes the enemy will target your finances and try to destroy, rob you, take everything from you. But 2020 is going to be opposite. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, he will bring it back. And when he's bringing it back, as the Bible has said that if a thief steals and he's restoring, he should bring it back sevenfold. I command a sevenfold restoration. A sevenfold restoration of anything you have lost in the past 10 years, in the past year, there will be a sevenfold restoration. Watch it and see. For the Lord is bringing back to you everything that you have lost in the mighty name of Jesus. God says concerning your adversaries that you, his people, you will drink to your full, but your enemies will be thirsty. You see, sometimes, you see, when the enemy comes in, he doesn't come in to try and see whether he, he can hurt you. He comes to totally destroy. But God says, not this time. You will rather drink, and they will be thirsty. In the name of Jesus. He said, my servant shall rejoice, but the enemy will be ashamed. Tonight, I pray that may anyone, anything, any confederacy, any group that have decided to put shame upon your head, may they rather receive double portion of shame in the mighty name of Jesus. But as for you, you are free to prosper. You are free to do well. You are free to move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. You shall not be ashamed. Shame and disgrace will be far from you. Trouble will be far from you in the mighty name of Jesus. We make this declaration today in this house in the mighty name of Jesus. Heaven hears it and heaven receives it and acts upon it. And the angels of God receive this declaration and they work with it in the mighty name of Jesus. You shall rejoice. You will not be ashamed. Church, God says my servants will sing for joy. But our enemies will cry for sorrow of hearts. You know, sometimes the enemy puts sorrow of heart on, your, on you. You have cried. You have cried. You've been depressed, suppressed, oppressed. Every kind of press. But there's no pressing in 2020. Oh. Hey! In fact, my plan is that I would rather want to depress the enemy. Yeah. Instead of him depressing me or you. We will depress them. If I when they see your smile, they'll be depressed. When 
they see your workings, they'll be depressed. When they see how you are being fruitful and God is flourishing you, they'll be depressed. May God oppress and depress and suppress your oppressors. But may there be a lifting up of your head because your God is your glory and the lifter up of your head. Do I have a people in this house tonight? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Glory! <laughs> the devil will have vexation of spirits. I went to a funeral the other day. And after the funeral was over, I was with some mighty men and women of God. And they were playing some gospel song. That day, the spirit of the dance, that came upon me. I have the videos. If you like, come and see me, I'll share with you. I dance, ah, Messiah, I don't Jeff, I say, Shabu, Sabu, Bufo, Shabu, Sabu, That's annoy the devil, annoy the devil. Hey, let me be able to see you. I say, be Shabu, Sabu, Bufo. Now I say, You see, that's how I dance you dance. It's not just any dance, so it's a dance of victory. I say it's a dance of victory. It's a dance of celebration. It's a kind of dance that annoys the devil. Oh, I say 2020. You will dance the dance of victory. Shabu, some people before. Shabu, Ah! Kato, you have my bread, my bread, my bread, my bread. But this time, we cast off the garments of heaviness. We, we take on the spirit of praise. We, we, we cast off every morning and we take on a rejoicing. Because the past is gone. And it's gone with all its kominini. Hallelujah. The new is coming in. Oh, is somebody with me? Celebrate the year 2020. Which is coming up in the next 19 minutes. Hey! Hey! Aha! Hey! 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 Hey!
That's a kind of dance I call Shabbat before. Let's clap for her. Amen. The voice of triumph is in the house. Because God promises to answer us even before we call. Say, so before they call, I'll answer. And while they are yet speaking, I'll hear. That means that before you even open your mouth to pray and to speak, because he has designed and desired that you should do well, he would have already have answered you. That is the kind of year we are entering into. Listen, there's a scripture in the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter 65, verse 24 to 25. It says, and it shall come to pass that before I, they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Then listen to the beautiful part. It said, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together. Whoever heard of a wolf and a lamb lying down feeding together? In fact, the lamb will become the wolf's food. Automatic. But he said, in this dispensation of God, where the people of God, before they call, he answers them. Where he's doing a new thing. Where he's doing an unheard of thing. The wolf and the lamb will dwell together and they'll eat together. And the lamb will not become the wolf's lunch. And he says... And the lion shall eat straw with the ox, or like the bullock. And dust shall be the meat of the snake, the serpent. Serpent doesn't eat dust. It wants meat. Once you bite somebody, eat a rat or something. Lions don't eat straw like cows. But he says it is to this end, that they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. Amen. And there's another portion of scripture which says that, for the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, even as the waters cover the sea. See, where there's the presence and the power of God, unusual things happen. The things that happen are not the norm. And I know that in 2020, what God is going to do in your life, what you're going to see, is not the norm. It's not the usual. The word of God will bring to pass many things that you have given up on. You, you come to a place of recovery. You've lost certain things in life. You've lost things in life. I mean, some things that really you cannot by yourself recover. But God some way, somehow, will bring a certain kind of recovery to you. Naomi lost her husband, lost two sons, but God brought her a recovery in the person of Ruth and Boaz. Gave birth to a son and she received her joy back. I, I'm speaking to those of you who've lost things this year. Lost people. Maybe in the past 10 years. You've lost people. You've lost things. You've lost relationships. And it seems to wear you down. Listen, how long will you be weighed down? How long will you carry the burden of yesterday? You see, when you carry yesterday's burden, and today's burden is added onto it, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. No. 
imagine carrying the burdens of 10 years. In fact, you become, I don't know what, I know the word to say, I don't want to say it here. It's too much for you. But you have a burden bearer. His name is Jesus. And so now he says that, give me your burden. Let me carry the burden. Give me your pain. Let me carry your pain. Give me your disappointments. Let me carry your disappointment. Give me your hurts. Let me carry your hurts. Give me the rejections you went through. Let me carry it for you. And he will do it. And bring you a restoration. And bring you a recovery that you thought could never be possible. Shall I have joy again in my life? Yes, you shall. Yes, you will. You will. If only you want to, you will have joy again. You have peace again. Are you hearing me, church? You are free to prosper. You have joy again. You have peace again. You will laugh again. You will celebrate again. Some people feel that they can't laugh again. You will laugh again. You have joy again. Tonight, I want everybody to lift up your hands. Amen. There's an atmosphere of deliverance in this house. But this is a house of deliverance, really. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I release the power of God over your life. I release the strength of the hand of God over your life. That whatever has bound you, held you back, taken your joy, stolen from you, taken your peace, robbed you, limited you, prevented you from prosperity. Be they physical things, be they spiritual entities. Be they even the thoughts of your own mind. Tonight I pray by the power of God. And by the word of God who says. That whatsoever thing we shall lose on earth. Shall be loosed in heaven. I command a release of your life. I bind and I break every control. Over your life. In the name of Jesus. I break every stronghold over your life. That which limits you from prosperity. In your spirit, in your soul, in your body, and your pocket. I command it to be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus. Be released now. Be loose now. In the name of Jesus. Every baggage you carry. Tonight I command it to be taken off your shoulder. For he said the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I release an anointing over your life to break every yoke. To destroy every stronghold. To bring down every burden. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take your liberty. And may every garment of shame. Be cast off. May every garment of failure. Be cast off. May every garment. Of condemnation. Be cut off. May whatever the enemy is speaking to you. Condemning you. Making you not free. In your spirit. To prosper spiritually. To have fellowship with God. Tonight I break it off your life. I silence every voice of the accuser. And I speak the voice of God into your spirit. That you are a free man. That you are a free woman. Receive your liberty tonight. 
Take your deliverance now. Receive your deliverance. Receive your liberty. In the mighty name of Jesus, where you had no favor, tonight I break the yoke of disfavor over your life. Receive favor in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, tonight I command you are liberated to prosper in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, and in your pocket. Because that is the divine will of God concerning your life. Receive your liberty tonight. Receive freedom tonight. Receive liberty tonight. Receive freedom tonight. And walk in the liberty wherein Christ has set you free. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody put your hands together and receive it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I see better days ahead of us. Days that carry the goodness of the Lord. No, certain days just carry the goodness of the Lord. And I see those days coming in your life, my sister. I see days that carry the goodness of the Lord upon you. I see days of peace. Oh, coming to your dwelling place. Coming to your habitation. As we dwell in his secret place. For he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we shall say of the Lord... He is our refuge and he's our fortress. He's our God in whom we trust. I see days coming upon you, beloved. And I pray that God gives you a revelation of those days where none of you will say, I am sick. Where there will be no feeble among us. In the name of Jesus. And beloved, days come where you will put thousands and ten thousands to flight. Because they'll come in one way, but by the power of God that has been invested in your spirit, they will cut and they will run. They will flee in seven ways. In the mighty name of Jesus. I see days coming upon you where you eat your bread without scarcity. Where you come to the place of the more than enough. Maybe today you are at the place of not enough. Or you are at the place of just enough. But I tell you by the spirit of God that in the year 2020, in the year of liberty, where you are being liberated to prosper, you will come to the place of more than enough. He said to Abraham, that I will bless you, that you might become a blessing. How can you give that which you don't have? But praise be to God, that in the year 2020, God is bringing you abundance of good things, that you can also be a blessing unto others. Oh, somebody give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise, oh God. Just lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord for his word to you. Free to prosper. Lift up your voice, begin to thank the Lord. In exactly 26 minutes, we'll be in the year 2020. A goodly year. Lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord. Me kololo mo samjelele lele ba mandela ba. Me lala mama tololo mo skelele mendele mendele. Yakola mama zindelele ba mandela ba ba. Thank God for His will for your life. I said His will for you is good, and we receive the will of God tonight, and we declare it shall be well with us. It shall be well with us. It shall be well with our families. It shall be well with our children. It shall be well with our works. It shall be well with us. Make call on my man, Satana Baba. 
We give you glory, oh God. Lemaka, ekali adusa lababa derebaba, mazekati andelababa. You are worthy, oh God, to receive glory. We thank you, Lord, that your will for our lives is good, and it shall be well with us. It shall be well with our families. Ah, we will not suffer defeat. We shall not be defeated. We shall not be defeated in any battle. Somebody shout, Amen. Declare and pray. Thank you, Lord, that I will not be defeated. I am on the winning side. I am more than a conqueror. We thank you, Lord, for your way. We are free to prosper, and we shall prosper. It shall be well with you. It shall be well in your mind. It shall be well in your soul. It shall be well with you. We fear no evil. We fear no evil. Somebody pray declare. You will not be afraid of 10,000 people who gather themselves against you. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey. Oh, no.